Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you today to chat with you a little bit about resilience and an article that was posted in the Harvard Business Review of all places uh, when it comes to healthcare on burnout in healthcare. And what they did was they basically uh, surveyed 80,000 healthcare personnel from 40 healthcare systems across the nation. So many of them were direct care healthcare providers, specifically physicians and nurses, and some of them were also non-medical uh, personnel, but in healthcare itself. And they looked at resilience, they conceptualized resilience as basically the growing amount of stress. It wasn't a reflection of an individual's ability to bounce back, let's say, or adapt, let's say, but rather look at the growing stressors based on these two characteristics that they looked at when it comes to to resilience. And the first characteristic is activation. And activation was the extent to which a person was motivated by his or her work and finds it meaningful. Okay, so their why, what keeps them going. And the second was decompression, which is kind of self-explanatory. It's the degree to which one can withdraw, recharge, enjoy life outside of their work. And what they found was that activation and decompression varied among the different groups, so the non-medical versus the medical personnel, and how those two relate to resilience and burnout. So these two characteristics, they basically had an eight-question survey, so four questions or four statements rather in each. So examples of the activation statements are this, the work I do makes a real difference. My work is meaningful. I care for all patients, clients equally when it's difficult. I see every patient as an individual person with specific needs. So to measure decompression, these were the statements. I rarely lose sleep over work issues. I'm able to free my mind from work when I'm away from it. 
I can enjoy my personal time without focusing on work matters. I am able to disconnect from work communications during my free time. So basically, from a scale of one to five, from strongly disagree to strongly agree, if respondents scored higher in these two characteristics in each statement, then their resilience was greater in those two areas, and they were more likely to be resistant or resilient to burnout. So what they actually found was that everybody, okay, so non-direct care providers, as well as doctors and nurses, all actually had the average, uh, the same average level of activation, so their motivation, basically. But physicians specifically had lower decompression scores when it came to their ability to recharge and withdraw. That's not very surprising to me. I I don't know about you, but you could probably hypothesize that that would be the case just based on personal experience, but also based on my interactions with with physicians and my observations. Um, So basically, too, they also found, and this also makes sense, it's common sense, that uh, healthcare providers who were better able to decompress were also more likely to feel activated in their work or more motivated in their work which makes sense from an energetic standpoint, um, but also from a more optimistic one too. So when they looked at these two characteristics, they also looked at how these characteristics affect engagement. And engagement in healthcare workforces meant specifically being satisfied as an employee and recommending the organization as a good place to work or get care and being proud of the organization um, that they worked with. So what they found was that non the non-medical providers or, or personnel rather, they found that their activation, so the their activation being high, right, was actually more strongly correlated with engagement than decompression was. But the opposite was true for medical personnel. It was their decompression that was more strongly correlated with their engagement. So for nurses and physicians, decompression was more strongly correlated with how they felt about their role as an employee in the organization. So for example, overall, I'm a satisfied employee, and I would recommend this this organization as a good place to work. So they looked at it from, it was more related to their individual stance. But what they found was their activation was more strongly correlated than, than decompression with how they felt about the organization's performance. So um, looking at themselves themselves from the team perspective uh, more globally. So I recommend this organization to family and friends who needed care. I'm proud to tell people I work for this organization. And they found that the impact of decompression on engagement was actually strongest specifically uh, for nurses. So when you look at this, and you look at all of this, while motivation is super important, while finding meaning in our work is super important, a clinician's ability to disconnect to rejuvenate, to withdraw in some way and recharge may be even more critical than for others. And it will affect how they experience their work environment and how they feel as employees as well. So looking at this from the decompression standpoint, so to speak, if a staff member is saying that they're not getting adequate sleep, that they're having a hard time winding down, Rather than just treating the sleep as the impairment itself and trying to fix that, for example, by going to a physician and getting a sleep aid, which a lot of people will do, or a lot of people will depend on, um, you know, substances and things like that. Why not look at the overall environment? 
So if this is you right now, and you are a healthcare provider, or you're just in healthcare and not even a healthcare provider, and you're having a hard time sleeping, and you believe it's related to your work, rather than just kind of numb yourself to it, why not look at the bigger picture, okay, and ask yourself, what about my work is keeping me up? And then approaching these things as much as possible. Don't get me wrong, organizations need to meet us as well. But at least this is a, a beginning for you to start to critically think about what's going on because it, you know it, it makes us recognize that it's not just our problem, right? Sometimes it's not just our own issue and sometimes it is environmental and we have to look at everything in order to look at it and say it is burnout because we know that burnout is occupational, right? It's not just individual while there's overlap of both. So critically reflect on those statements and kind of score yourself from one to five and kind of recognize where you score with respect to the activation and decompression side. I know for sure that I am definitely higher on activation than I am decompression. I know that for a fact, but the self-awareness around that is what helps me to manage my decompression as best as I can. And these are the things that I always try to be aware of so that I don't burn out because I know that burnout is kind of just always around the corner in healthcare. You never know when things are going to change. So it's important to keep ourselves, you know, reflective, self aware, and, you know, as resilient as possible and not internalizing everything because I think that's also another way to um, precipitate burnout is when we, when we personalize stress that is going on as our own fault or, you know, as us as failures in some way, depending on the situation. Okay, so take a look at this article, I am going to link it to the show notes. Let me know your thoughts on it. If you like this podcast, tag me on Instagram, my handles at best obsessed with Jen. And yeah, I, I love this article, because it was very simple. It's something you could easily apply in your own life, but also take to your workplace as well. Or if you are, um, if you are an executive, or you are an employer, this is something you can easily adopt and put um, forth in your team, because I really believe that healthcare providers know what they need. And if healthcare providers are not involved in these types of conversations, then we're never really going to get to the root of it. Not that there is one answer. It's very layered. There's a ton of different answers because we're all different. We're all humans and we all have different needs and different strengths, different weaknesses. And we need to cater to all of that. And the only way to do that is to really look at the individual look at the organization and look at the systems level of things. Okay, thanks for listening in. And until we chat next time, remember to stay well and to stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward. And I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.